Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a very special artisan with us here today. We have Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I am Ashley Harmon, and I am the founder of Mella Vitamins. And we are a holistic wellness and beauty brand that formulates supplements specifically for melanated people. Awesome. So tell me your background story. What moved you to want to produce vitamins? Yeah, so it's actually been a really personal journey for me over the past decade. Um, In college, I started experiencing this huge range of symptoms. I was tired all the time. I gained 15 pounds in a week. It was not the freshman 15. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was having really bad breakouts, and I couldn't figure out what was happening to my body. Um, I spent about a year or two going to different doctor's appointments, trying different prescription medication, um, and I ended up being diagnosed with PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome, which causes a bunch of hormonal imbalances and and other symptoms, um, as well as a vitamin D deficiency. And so I tried the prescription medicine route um, and I had too many side effects and that really wasn't working for me. Um, And so I found a naturopathic doctor that recommended this mix of supplements that actually worked and I had great benefits from it without all the side effects. Um, but it was over $150 a month. And as a student, there was no way I could keep affording, um, you know, this mix of supplements. And so I set out on a mission to figure out how to make my own supplements for myself. Um, it's not something I planned on doing full time really until the COVID-19 pandemic hit. And all these studies were released about the links between vitamin D deficiency and severe COVID and how an estimated 90% of people of color are vitamin D deficient, Mm -hmm. um, that I really started to put the links together of being able to use, um, you know, something I've been doing for myself and for some of my friends and family to actually help benefit the larger community. And I didn't see anyone else investing the resources and time um, into doing that. And so that's what really inspired me and pushed me to actually launch Mella. Awesome. I love it. And what, what's really resonating with me is it is different from a, a typical multivitamin. So explain yes. that to me. Why, how is it different and why is it different and why was that important to you? Yeah. So before we even got started, obviously I've been doing my own research for over a decade and tested out all the different formulas and ingredients. Um, but something that was important was to actually listen. I feel like in so many, you know, different health settings, it's hard for us to find a voice and to be able to say what we're actually feeling and what we want. And so we spent the first year just doing consumer focus groups to ask like, what do women of color actually want out of a supplement? Like what are the things that are bothering them? Um, and then also talking to different, you know, healthcare providers, nutritionists, um, dermatologists to understand, you know, like what the difference were, differences were in terms of nutritional needs um, that, you know, our community needs. And then use that to actually come up with the kind of focus areas of the multivitamin. 
Um, and so, you know, for example, vitamin D obviously is a huge one. Melanin blocks our body's ability to absorb vitamin D from the sun and most multivitamins don't have adequate levels. So we knew that we had to include kind of a high dose vitamin D, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and besides the kind of standard vitamins that are usually in a multivitamin, um, another thing that kept coming up is blood sugar management. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know, our community is almost twice as likely to develop type two diabetes. And so this was something that, you know, we knew that we wanted to focus on. And so trying to find kind of the holistic, more natural approach to managing that. And so one of our main ingredients is Ceylon cinnamon, for example, um, which helps regulate blood sugar levels, energy levels, all that kind of stuff. And so I think what's really different is understanding like what our unique health needs are and what we want out of a supplement and then finding kind of natural solutions that can help address those things. Awesome. I love it. I love it. What kind of, what was that moment when you said, ooh, we have something special here? What kind of opened your eyes like, oh my gosh, we have something special here? Yeah. So it was so amazing to be able to meet. We brought together hundreds of different women um, in focus groups and surveys. And I think the biggest thing is that, you know, I experienced it myself when I was going through my own health struggles, but there's a lot of people that do not feel empowered when it comes to their own health and wellness, whether that's a lack of information, a lack of access or feeling like, you know, when they go to the doctor, they're not necessarily being heard. Um, and just felt like they haven't been really prioritized a lot in the wellness space. And so um, I think that was something that was so important was being able to hear that feedback from women of them saying this is kind of the first time that we have really been able to have a product that's made for us to be able to sit down and actually know that our needs are being met. Someone is prioritizing us. We're included in kind of the research and the studies and, and everything else. I love it. Was there anything you heard that was surprising that you didn't expect to hear that, but you kept hearing it over and over again? What kind of surprised you? Yeah, I think one is that people don't know a lot about their health. And I think a lot of people don't feel great. And they've either told themselves that it's normal to not feel that way, or they're just so used to not feeling well that it's become their normal. Mm. Um, and that I think that there's a lot of, you know, information that needs to, to be spread. Um, but also just for people to feel empowered to ask questions and um, speak up if they're not feeling well and that they don't have to feel like that. Mm. Um, and so I think that was something that I was really surprised about was that there were so many people Um, You know, and I've been in that place, too, that just really um, weren't advocating for their health and really didn't even understand what it felt like to feel well. In some ways, pain has been normalized for Black folks. For sure. And so when you're experiencing, it's normal. This what Black folks feel. They're constantly in pain. And so it's kind of a freedom to say, no. Pain is not normal and you can make choices and decisions to make it not impact you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think it has become so normal to not even speak up when we're in pain Mm -hmm. or to not, you know, raise it to our healthcare provider or even to just acknowledge it um, within our own bodies. And I think that's something that we're definitely trying to encourage people to do is 
is to advocate for yourself um, and to just check in. So I think one thing that I always love to tell people to do is, is write down how you're feeling. Like maybe like once a week, check in with yourself. You know, do you have aches and pains that you don't usually have? Are you feeling nauseous? Are you having headaches? Um, just to even like do a pulse check with yourself so that we're not normalizing these things and actually like really taking the time to listen to our bodies too. I love it. What, as you are on this journey, um, after you kind of work through your own struggles with health and wellness, what is your new system of processes that you do to kind of ensure that you are listening to yourself? So besides checking in with yourself once a week, is there any other strategies or tips you can tell my listeners? Yeah. So I think the number one thing I've learned that I'm not always great at is balance. Mm -hmm. Um, not trying to overdo it. You know, I think a lot of times we're going to the new year or a new phase of life and we set all these unrealistic goals. I'm going to work out three hours a day. I'm only eating salad and plant-based. I'm only doing all of these things. And it just becomes this like overwhelming thing. That's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And we often can't keep up with it. And then we feel bad about ourselves and it's this cycle. Um, and so I think being able to find balance in like what we're eating and how we're moving our bodies and and the supplements that we're taking, I think is so important and that it's, it's daily progress. It's daily healthy choices, daily wellness choices Mm -hmm. versus this like big, huge goal or these really unattainable things. And I think, you know, that's the most important thing. Like we don't have to eat perfect every day. We don't have to work out every single day, but it's like, maybe you go for a walk or incorporate a vegetable with your pizza or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think the importance of just finding that balance is huge. Can you give a couple examples of other smaller steps that people can make where it can sometimes feel overbearing to like do a full change and say, hey, here's a small step you can make to prioritize your health. Uh, So sleep is like my number one thing. Mm -hmm. I myself am still working on it. Um, But I would say sleep is one of those things that's so underrated. And I don't think people realize how many things it impacts. Obviously, our energy levels, but also our hormone levels, our cognitive health, how we're able to focus. Um, And so I would say that's like a great first step. And I think once you can kind of get a sleep routine down, whether that's like a nighttime wind down routine, a face routine, whatever it is that you do reading. um, And then once you start actually having like good sleep hygiene, it'll impact so many other areas of your life and it'll make it easier to make healthier choices. So like you'll have more energy to work out. You'll have more energy to meal prep. You'll want to build upon, you know, you feeling better and to keep that going. And so I would say a great place to start is sleep and it's easy. And yeah, so I'd say that that's a good place. That's amazing advice. I love that. We oftentimes don't think of sleep, about sleep and the power of sleep. And sometimes for Black women, you could feel like I'm working all the time. I can't sleep. I have to continue continue to work. And so leaning into sleep, rest, take a break. It can actually be very healing. Yes, it can. And I think it's another one of those things too, where, you know, I have not always had the best sleep routine and I know I go to bed too late and I know I check my phone. So I think even just like starting to make small changes, like for a week, I'm not going to look at my phone 30 minutes before bed or for a week, I'm going to try to read instead of watching TV. I think as you start to make those small changes and kind of build upon it and then before you know it, you've got like 
a good like seven to eight hours of sleep routine down. Um, and it doesn't feel like this overwhelming, like all of a sudden I'm going to magically get eight hours of sleep a night. So, and I know something that helped me is like trying to change my environment. So I used to plug my phone right next to my bed. Yes. It was very easy for me to say, okay, when I'm done, I just put it. Check it. <laughs> and so I tried to plug it, like I had to get out the bed and go plug it in, try to walk. And like that, adding that extra walk made me not check it before I got to sleep because who wants to get out of the bed and walk? <laughs> exactly. It's not worth it at that point. Exactly. <laughs> and that does help. And it's kind of nice too in the morning that the first thing you're doing is not checking your phone too. You have to go walk to it. Like you can actually have time to, to start your day in a calm way exactly. before you're checking your phone. Like I would love to start the day with five minutes of yoga. Do I do it? I probably did it once this whole year, <laughs> but <laughs> an idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, at least you're doing something that's not necessarily checking your phone, even if it's just like stretching in bed or taking a minute to think about your day. I think all of that helps. Um, yeah, I think that's something that, that everyone should work on is trying to not check the phone, like last thing before bed. And then first thing in the morning too. Exactly. exactly. Oh gosh. It's, uh, uh, but we're all on a journey. And so, um, yes, none it's of, always a journey. <laughs> yeah, none of us are perfect. That's the same thing I say all the time about, going green and living a toxic free life. Like you aren't going to change overnight. Like you no. make a, a commitment to the one thing you want to change at a time and give yourself a month to see how it sticks and don't try to change everything at once. Cause if you try to change everything, no. once, you're not going to be successful. So. <laughs> no. And it's kind of nice with that approach too, is that you kind of get to start to see the changes, right? Like if you change the products you put on your skin, like is your skin looking different? Is it less dry? Like all these things. And so I think, being able to do it in kind of this increments too is nice. So you can actually see the benefits and actually realize it too. Exactly. It gives you kind of, uh, it's like, I'm trying to think the right word for it, but it kind of, it's like this motivation, this, Ooh, yes. this is, ooh <laughs> look at the upside of this. So it gives you this positive built in motivation. Yeah. Once you start feeling well, it's easy to like keep going. Right. And it's like, everyone always wants to see results. And at least this way, you know, that what you're doing is actually, making a difference too. Exactly, exactly. We're going to pause for a minute for meditation. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness. Be in your truth. Be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as 
is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. All right, a question that has been burning through me is kind of what's next for your brand? Yeah, so our goal is to really be the go-to wellness brand um, for communities of color, both from products-wise, so expanding it to include products for men and kids, um, and to address some of the major you know, health goals and concerns like maternal health in our community through prenatals, um, and then also focusing on education and community, um, so really giving people the information they need to um, live a, a well life and to feel their best, um, and just to give them the tools that they need to be able to advocate for their own health and wellness as well. Yeah. Awesome. I know that we talked about like trying to know your body well enough to know what it needs. Kind of how do you do that? What advice would you give someone that I'm trying to listen? How any advice on how to listen? What are you looking, what are you listening for? Yeah. So I think it's a couple of things. One is definitely as you start to make changes, whether that's changing what you're eating or what you're putting on your body, um, or, you know, how you're moving your body is being able to do that in incremental changes like we talked about, and then actually taking the time to let those effects happen. Mm. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times people are like, okay, I, I changed my diet or I started taking a supplement. I, it's two days in, why don't I feel better? Or like what, you know, what's going on? And so I think giving things time to work. So give it a few weeks and stay consistent with it. Um, and then I think having a check-in after those, you know, first few weeks to be able to see if you're feeling better, like what are your energy levels? How are you sleeping? Um, how are you feeling before and after you eat? I think are all kind of good checkpoints throughout a day to start looking at, um, as kind of a way to, to really understand like how your body's being impacted by certain things. Yeah. I think it's, amazing that you're kind of talking about the importance of checking in with your body and seeing how things make you feel. After I do yoga, how do I feel? After this, how do I feel? So for instance, something I listened to was that I noticed I started getting headaches. And Mm -hmm. I was like, why am I getting headaches? Because I was dehydrated. The second I would drink water, my headache would go away. Feel better. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, ah, that's why my head's hurting. So from now, whenever my head hurts, I'm like, ooh, I must be thirsty. Because, And then if that doesn't make it go away, then all right, there's something else happening here. But it kind of gives me a checklist to go down to kind of respond to whatever my body's feeling. Because I personally don't believe in just throwing a whole bunch of medicine at the body. Exactly. Um, your body's talking to you. And so if your head is hurting and I ran to get a pain reliever medicine, then I'm actually addressing the issue that I'm dehydrated. So I want to understand what is my body communicating with me and let me address the underlying issue and not address the pain. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you said is so important too, is that it's, it it takes time, right? Like it is a shift in a mindset of how you listen to your body and pain can tell us so many things or a headache can tell us or a stomach ache. Um, and I think, you know, we always want instant gratification or instant changes. And so of course it may be easier to just run and go get a Tylenol or whatever it is that may help, but you're right. It doesn't, 
actually help the problem. If you are dehydrated and you take a Tylenol two hours later, you're not going to feel great again. Um, And it goes with so many things. And so I think it's so important that to really take the time and not ignore those kinds of things, but also like thinking through like, am I dehydrated? What have I eaten today? Did I change my sleep habits? All of those things are just so important. And I think, um, you know, the more you get used to it, the better you'll get at kind of learning what your body needs to. Absolutely. And then, and I don't know everything. You don't know everything. Go to Google, talk to naturopaths, like go to other places and try to get information. So what on my, my steps to try to deal with my headaches, after I try water, if water's not working, I talk to a naturopath. She said, then try magnesium. Usually yeah. a headache, short magnesium. So I try that next and my headache goes away like this yeah. because that's what my body needed. Exactly. Yeah. It makes such a difference. And I think too, for some of the more long-term things where if you can't kind of find a solution on your own, something I always recommend is writing that down. And the next time you go into your doctor's office, bring your questions with you. I know it can be so overwhelming once you go in to try to remember all the questions or things that you, you know, had thoughts about. And I think taking the time to like, write it down, make a note on your phone and go in it and just ask, you know, like what are things I can try that are natural that kind of help me address whatever I'm feeling or I had questions about this. And I think the more that we know ourselves and the more time we take to learn ourselves, the more we'll actually get from a doctor's appointment or a meeting with a naturopath or a nutritionist because they can't help us if we can't explain what the problem is or what we're trying to do. So I mean, that's all a medical provider is going to do is ask you questions. Well, when do you feel like this? What causes it? If you don't know, they don't know either. Yeah. And we forget. It's hard to remember all of these things, right? Like if you don't feel good for a couple of days and your appointment's in a month, you're not going to remember it. Um, (laughs) At least I won't. And so it's good to just have the stuff written down. And I think it kind of builds that habit again of like advocating for yourself. Um, You know, I think so often we'll go into an appointment and just listen to what they tell us and run out of the room. At least I know that's what I do or used to do a lot. Um, But actually being able to like push for things and advocate for yourself. And if you know that you're not feeling well, like you have to push sometimes to tell them and to help address the actual underlying cause of things too. Exactly. Oh gosh, I love it. What kind of is next for your brand? What kind of are you creating? What kind of is lighting your heart on fire that you have to work on? Yeah. So something that's really important to us, obviously, is being science-based. So we spent so much time up front doing consumer focus groups and working with different healthcare providers. The next step in that is the actual clinical studies and clinical trials. Um, I think something that's so important to me and part of the reason why I started this company is that there's so much that's unknown, right? Like how does melanin impact bodies? What, you know, genetically or socioeconomic factors or environmentally impacts our nutritional needs? And it's not something that other companies are investing the time and resources in. Like there are no clinical studies looking at this right now and there needs to be. Every year bits and pieces come out and so much money and time is invested into studying other things that I think um, that's kind of the next big goal for us is to be able to do those first kind of clinical studies so that it's not just something that, you know, people are kind of talking about on the side that it is a part of like mainstream health and wellness and something that people understand about themselves too. I love it. I love it. Is there anything I didn't ask that you want to share? Anything you didn't ask? Yeah, I think 
just remember that it's all a journey and a very personal journey. Um, and I think that we have to stop comparing ourselves to others. What works for someone else may not work for us. We all have different lifestyles, different time to dedicate to this journey, different financial resources. And so I think it's trying to find things that work for you and that are realistic for your lifestyle making small changes and setting goals and then sticking with it too. Um, you know, there's not going to be instant changes, but kind of start checking in with yourself, seeing those changes um, and make it your own kind of personal journey. I love it. I think what's going to stick with me is making sure I'm checking in with myself, making yeah. sure I'm evaluating how things make me feel and keep a record of it. And my goal in life is to maximize the things that make me feel good. Yes. And Lies and things that make me feel bad. <laughs> exactly. That's how you live well. It's perfect. Exactly, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.